Welcome to 9to5Mac Daily for Friday, March 10th, 2023. I'm your host, Chance Miller. We are sponsored this week by Stop the Madness. Take back control of your web browser with Stop the Madness to prevent website annoyances and privacy violations. Leading off today, Apple introduced a new HomePod this year that we've talked about many times, but it looks exactly like the original model announced in 2017. A new report from Apple analyst Ming-Chi Kuo says that Apple has much more ambitious plans for future models of the HomePod, starting with a version with a built-in display early next year. Kuo says that this HomePod will have a very different design than the current model. Its biggest difference will be a new 7-inch screen that will enable tighter integration with Apple's other hardware products. Quo says that this, quote, marks a significant shift in Apple's smart home strategy. Apple's plans in this area have been previously reported by Bloomberg, which says that Apple is exploring different product ideas to drive its smart home ecosystem, including an iPad-like device that can be mounted on walls to control HomeKit accessories, play video, and handle FaceTime calls. Another more ambitious device being tested by Apple is one that combines the functionality of the iPad, the Apple TV, and the HomePod all into a single device. At this point, we're still waiting on more details to emerge about these specific hardware products, but this week's report from Quo offers the most concrete detail yet, which is that 7-inch display panel. But the jury is still out on things like operating system, speaker quality, design, and more. In other news today... Apple has a pair of big iPhone projects in the work to move Face ID underneath the display and to bring back Touch ID. A pair of new reports today, however, say that we are still several years away from these projects seeing the light of day. First and foremost, reliable industry analyst Ross Young says that Apple has been forced to delay its plans for underscreen Face ID by at least a year because of sensor issues that have impacted Apple's production. Based on previously rumored timelines, this would mean that underscreen Face ID could debut sometime in the iPhone lineup around 2025. Simultaneously, Apple is also working to bring Touch ID back to the iPhone, but unlike when the feature was first introduced with the iPhone 5S, Apple's goal this time is to add Touch ID underneath the iPhone's display. A supply chain report this week says that Apple has recently made progress in the development of under-display Touch ID. The report says that judging from the current level of development, underscreen Touch ID is on track to launch two to three years after Face ID moves under the display. So this means that the timeline for underscreen Touch ID hinges on the success of underscreen Face ID. The report goes on to say that Apple is using a new system that combines components such as shortwave infrared and an optical system. In addition to basic fingerprint recognition, a system like this could also be used for things like oxygen saturation and measuring your pulse. But the thing to keep in mind here is that these rumors are increasingly far out and aren't necessarily linked to any specific iPhone model. Apple's plans can change and either be moved forward or delayed based on production progress. We are sponsored this week by Stop the Madness, a web browser extension that stops website annoyances and privacy violations. 
Stop the Madness is available for Mac and iOS via the App Store, and it works to protect things like copy and paste, contextual menus, password autofill, and keyboard shortcuts. For instance, if you come across a website that has copy and pasting blocked, Stop the Madness brings it back. But Stop the Madness can do a lot more than that. It stops autoplaying videos and replaces any sort of third-party video controls with the native video controls of Safari. It can stop link tracking and remove tracking tags, and it can let you customize fonts, page style, redirects, and more. I use Stop the Madness on my Mac, iPad, and iPhone, and at this point, I can't imagine browsing the internet without it. You can learn more and download it today by going to underpassapp.com slash stopthemadness or just tap on the link in the show notes. My thanks to Stop the Madness for their support of 9to5Mac daily. Rounding out today, if you're an MLB fan, we have a couple of interesting stories this week. First off, T-Mobile has officially confirmed that one of its most popular T-Mobile Tuesday promotions is returning for another year. Starting on March 23rd, T-Mobile subscribers will be able to sign up for a free MLB.tv subscription that lasts for the entire 2023 baseball season. There was speculation that this deal may not return this year, as T-Mobile and MLB only extended the agreement for four years back in March of 2019. T-Mobile has also doubled down on its partnership with Apple, offering things like free MLS Season Pass and free Apple TV Plus for subscribers, which some people viewed as potential replacements for the MLB TV offer. But thankfully, the two sides appear to have reached an agreement that at least covers the 2023 MLB season. T-Mobile subscribers will be able to redeem their free season of MLB TV, $150 value, starting on March 28th through April 4th. In the meantime, the MLB app for iPhone and iPad has also gotten a nice update ahead of the 2023 season. Most notably, the MLB app for iPhone has added support for live activities. This means MLB users can follow the results of their favorite teams without the need to open the app right from the lock screen or from the iPhone 14 Pro's dynamic island. From the lock screen especially, the MLB live activities are quite impressive. You can see the current score of the games, what inning the game is currently in, the balls and strikes of a current at-bat, and how many outs are left in the inning. The MLB app can be downloaded from the App Store for free, and you can actually try out live activities starting immediately with spring training games. That wraps up another episode and another week of 9to5Mac Daily. My sincere thanks to Stop the Madness for their support of 9to5Mac Daily this week. Again, Stop the Madness is the best way to take back control of your web browser with an extension that stops website annoyances and privacy violations. I can't imagine using Safari without it, so hit the link in the show notes below to try it for yourself. As always, if you like the show, please be sure to follow us in Apple's podcast app or in Overcast or Spotify or wherever you listen every day. And while you're there, a five-star rating and a review goes a long way towards helping more people find the show. You can find all of the latest Apple news on 9to5mac.com. Follow along with me on Mastodon at Chance H. Miller at Mastodon.social or on Twitter at Chance H. Miller. And we will be back on Monday for a new week of 9to5Mac Daily.